Could the East Coast start looking like the West Coast? That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. The East Coast could start looking like the West Coast from a water standpoint. That's what one of the authors of a new study about groundwater said. The report concludes that even under modest climate warming scenarios, the entire U.S. faces a significant loss of groundwater, roughly enough to fill Lake Powell four times. The eastern U.S. will feel that loss more than the West, where vegetation is better adapted to being disconnected from deep groundwater sources. The new research simulates how water flows beneath the surface, including its lateral movement. Older studies only included up and down movements, such as rain percolating into the soil and roots pulling up water from the ground. The researchers say their work is the first of its kind to include the entire complexity of water movement below the surface. One of the study's authors, Laura Condon at the University of Arizona, said that there's a crisis in global groundwater storage with underground reservoirs drying up at an alarming rate, adding that it's a problem because they nourish major growing regions around the world. The contrails that aircraft leave in the sky could be as bad for the climate as the carbon emissions they emit from burning fuel. Contrails come from moisture condensing on black carbon and jet exhaust, forming ice particles that result in the fluffy white streaks. Most contrails last only a few minutes, but they can join with other contrails and with cirrus clouds to linger for up to 18 hours. Earlier research suggests that contrails have as much of a warming impact on the climate as aviation's cumulative CO2 emissions. However, a study from Imperial College London has concluded that if planes flew at slightly different altitudes, it would lessen the effect of those white streaks. That's because they form and persist only in thin layers of the atmosphere that have very high humidity. Shifting flight altitudes 2,000 feet higher or lower would mean fewer contrails. This, the researchers say, combined with using cleaner aircraft engines, could reduce contrail-caused harm to the climate by up to 90%. The studies show that shifting altitude caused a slight increase in fuel consumption, but the reduced contrail formation more than offset the CO2 released by the extra fuel. So one day you might hear... This is your captain speaking. We're changing altitude to save the planet. In addition to its beauty, the natural world provides benefits we all depend on, from water supply and fisheries to crop pollination and carbon storage. And according to a new report, the loss of nature would take a huge economic toll across the globe. In a study called Global Futures, researchers calculated the economic cost of the loss of nature in 140 countries and found that under a business-as-usual scenario, the U.S. economy alone would lose more than $80 billion each year. The study conducted by the World Wildlife Fund said that with continued land use trends and increases in greenhouse gas emissions, the world would lose almost $500 billion a year, roughly the equivalent of the economies of the UK, France, India, and Brazil combined. But if land use is carefully managed to avoid further loss of biodiversity and protections are put in place for ecosystems, economic outcomes would be dramatically better with global GDP rising by 490 billion per year. The point? If governments act urgently to halt the loss of nature and tackle the climate emergency, not only could disastrous outcomes be averted, but economies could benefit as well. The office of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson disclosed last week that government officials are considering 
building a bridge between Scotland and Northern Ireland. According to Market Watch, Johnson has promised to build major new infrastructure to better connect parts of the UK in the wake of Brexit. The bridge would span about 28 miles and cost an estimated $26 billion. But in addition to its huge price tag, it has another problem, bombs. The possible routes would span a vast munitions dump that lies at the bottom of the Irish Sea, where Allied and German bombs were dumped during the Second World War. The trench not only contains unexploded bombs, but also nuclear and chemical waste, all of which could be disturbed or dislodged by building bridge pilings. About 20 years ago, the construction of a gas pipeline in the area resulted in thousands of bombs being washed ashore, some of which exploded when they dried out. It's not certain if the bridge, which some are calling a Boris Johnson vanity project, will ever get past the initial idea stage. And finally, how you wash your dishes might affect climate change. Most of us would expect that modern dishwashers are energy efficient and use less water than washing dishes by hand. But according to researchers at the University of Michigan, that's not always the case. People who wash dishes manually fall into two camps. Those who wash and rinse dishes under a steady stream of hot water and those who use the less common two-basin method in which dishes are soaked and scrubbed in hot water and then rinsed and cold. And that latter group, the two-basin crowd, they bested dishwashers by producing 18% lower greenhouse gas emissions. But people don't have to give up dishwashers. They're associated with less than half the greenhouse gas emissions and use less than half the water of washing dishes by hand under a running tap. And the researchers had some tips to reduce the appliance's environmental impact. For example, they say you don't have to pre-rinse dishes. And don't select the heat-dry setting or choose the heavy cycle over a normal wash unless you have a super tough load. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.